Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. It is Josh and Jilly, and we have to tell you about Dr. Busby and ToeGrips.com. That is ToeGrips.com with our friend Dr. Busby, who is the coolest. Luther takes the Encore Mobility Supplement every day, and it helps him out in a major way. It helps him get around because he's an older boy. But of course, that's not all Dr. Busby is known for, all Dr. Busby is about. She's got the toe grips, which are awesome, helps your dogs get around on wood floors, uh, even if they uh, you know, have a, an injury or they struggle with it. Bam, it changes the game for them. But also, um, the blog, Dr. Busby's blog. That blog is at toegrips.com, and it has every answer. Like the other day, when I was messing around with Luther's cyst, if I would have read that you're not supposed to mess you with a dog. not to. I would have known not to mess with Luther's cyst, but I did it anyway, but I should have read before I felt like playing Dr. Pimple Popper on Luther. And she actually references that in the blog. Because Dr. Pimple Popper rules. If I, w- if I just would have read that before I decided to play Dr. Pimple Popper, then I would have known that it's not a smart move to mess with your dog's cysts and try to get all the pus and everything out of it. But I'm a weirdo, and uh, and I would have known. So you could learn a lot from Dr. Busby if you go to the blog, toegrips.com. That is toegrips.com. And uh, that promo code is LUTHER, and that will save you uh, 10%. If you buy anything there, if you make any purchases, it'll save you 10% at toegrips.com. And uh, just check it. The blog is awesome. You're not going to be inundated with ads, which is really cool as well. So toegrips.com, promo code LUTHER uh, if you want to make a purchase. But check out all the cool stuff. We love Dr. Busby. And she's a legit doctor. She's not like Dr. Jill Biden. Uh, but she's like legit. She's a doctor of veterinary medicine. She's a DVM, baby. So it's our friend, Dr. Busby and toegrips.com. This is the Josh Ennis Show. Howdy, everybody. Welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show. Josh and Jilly today. Jilly is a bit miffed because the Texans are only going to wear this new red helmet one time. I've always liked the red jerseys. I think it's stupid they only do them for one battle red day. I think the red jerseys are way better, especially when they run with the white pants. If it's red on red, it's gross. Well, yes. Like, red on red for anybody is gross. The Chiefs wear red on red, it's gross. The Texans wear red on red. Some colors work on top of each other. Like, the Texans with their their overall uh, color rush, the blue one, that looks really awesome. The Patriots with their blue color rush, blue on blue, looks very good. Red on red looks like shit. It looks like some swacked out bullshit. That looks like some meak, ugly ass bullshit is what that looks like. Well, I love the new red helmets if you haven't seen them. They got a little shine to them and I think they need to wear them more than once. 
It's stupid. All this hype for one game. Hey, who knows? Maybe at some point they'll uh, they'll make a full-on move. I saw Bootsy tweeting about that. He said, time for a rebrand, baby. Time for a full-on rebrand and uh, go all red with the helmets. Change the game. You've had blue forever. You've been a mediocre franchise forever. Why not go with the red helmet to get things moving? How about that? I like them a lot. No, I think it looks good, too. It looks good, too. I was reading uh, today that um, there's a list of the most stressed-out cities in the country. If you had to guess, well, now I just showed you. So well, I also read the same show prep that you read. Well, to be fair, I battle-read this. I didn't actually read it. But apparently, the most stressed-out city in the country is Cleveland, Ohio. But I know someone who's a new resident of Cleveland who knows how to beat the stress. Yeah, that's true. It involves beating his meat. Uh, but Cleveland is the most stressed out city in the country. I just like Fall. how that story just keeps kind of fading away, fading away. I, bet th- I think there's going to be a bomb dropped at some at point, some though. At some point, I there's going to have to be. You know, I saw Josina Anderson tweeting about how she's got all this information that some of the, like, one of the ladies was telling her kid that Deshaun was a nice guy, even though she's in, in one of these suits. Something's going to happen. The guy's a fucking creep. But Detroit is number two on the most stressed out cities in the country. Gulfport, Mississippi. Like, what is there to be stressed out about in Gulfport, um, Mississippi? Getting roofied. Oh, well, yeah, we did get roofied there. But Gulfport, does everybody Biloxi. get roofied? I mean, that's the same, right? Gulfport, Biloxi? Yeah. So, yeah. Or, or uh, hurricanes. That could be it. But it's just such a random city because when you look at the rest of these cities, there's something in common. Cleveland, dumpy, Midwestern, violent city. Detroit, dumpy, Midwestern, violent city. Baltimore, crime-riddled, Northeastern city. Philadelphia, crime-riddled, Northeastern city. Memphis, like the apex of fucking crime. New Orleans, like right below the apex of crime. And hurricanes. Birmingham, crime. Like Gulfport's the one in this that stands out. Now, this is from WalletHub.com. Well, do you know the crime rates in Gulfport? I don't, but I would imagine it has to be something similar to that in Memphis, New Orleans, Baltimore, Cleveland, because those are shithole cities where there's tons of violence. So I'd imagine that Gulfport is a far more violent, stressed out city than we thought. I would not have guessed that. Every one of those other cities, I'd say totally. I also would have guessed New York, but New York's not in here. Gulfport has one of the highest crime rates in America compared to all communities of all sizes. Really? Yep. Well, that explains why we got roofied there. 47 per 1,000 residents is the crime rate. And that violent crimes are just crimes in general. It's just crime rate. Wow. So I, that shows what I know about Gulfport. I know nothing about the place. I know that it's a dump. I know the water is brown. And I know that we got roofied there. Do I know that for a fact? No. But do I believe we got roofied there? Yes. Yeah, I do too. I really do. We've made jokes about it before. But, I mean, that time I really, truly believe that something was in each of our drinks. There's no way there couldn't have been. Like, it is a slam dunk that we got roofied. Because I've, ne- like, I've gotten, I mean, and now, granted, uh, this, this past weekend's a bad example because, you know, I don't remember uploading a podcast on uh, Sunday. No, but so. I do. I mean, I remember wrapping it up and going to make eggs. And it usually, we've talked about this, usually there's a point where one of us might be blackout and the other one's like, okay, well, if he's blackout or she's blackout, I need to fucking pull it in. Yeah. But that day was like the same exact time, the same exact place, the same exact moment. We both have nothing. Yeah. Now, the least stressed cities in the country uh, would be Fremont, California. But here's the thing. If you live in California, my guess is you're still going to be stressed out because everything's expensive as hell. 
And if you're in that part of the country, which I think is the Bay Area, I think Fremont is in like the Bay Area. They may be rich enough to not worry about money then. Maybe, but they also have hobos and people shitting in the streets and people getting attacked by homeless people. South Burlington, Vermont. Well, of course there's no stress in South Burlington, Vermont. That's what I would imagine is a rich place. It just sounds rich. South Burlington, Vermont. Just sounds like that's where Lovey lives. It sounds like that's where the, the Thurston Howell and Lovey reside. Yeah, by the way, Fremont, California housing expenses are 214% higher than the national average. So they don't worry where about Where is it? So is it around pay, San Francisco? Yeah, it's in the Bay Area. Ah. They don't worry about money there. They clearly don't, and they must keep all the hobos and minorities away. And that's why they're not stressed, I guess. Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, the Clappertons. Yeah, we uh, we visit Madison when we go to watch the Badgers. So we feel, let me tell you, there's nothing but stress whenever we go watch the Badgers because we're pulling for them. Me and uh, you know, Bernie and Bernice and uh, Bernadette, you know, we all go there and we uh, we go root for the Badgers and the uh, over in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. But on our way there, you know where we go, Jilly? Where? We take a stop at Demar's Cheese Castle. That's what we do. Yeah, that's that's what we do. We go in there and we stop in. And let me tell you something. When when Bernice gets around all that cheese, oh, let me tell you, brother. Oh, we. It is. I mean, it is. She loses her mind. You know that song from uh, the TV show, the 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 Mary Tyler Van Dyke show or whatever it's yeah. called, where there's the twin. Well, they look alike sometimes, they talk alike, and then, you know, what they do is they eat at the hot dog. It makes her lose control. Well, let me tell you something, Jilly. Cheese at the Mars Cheese Castle makes Bernice lose control. She goes that, crazy. Uh, I don't know that the Mars Cheese Castle is on the way from Green Bay. We make to, a special trip, Jilly. I don't, know, uh, I don't know why you choose to be so bitchy about it. We could. make a special stop so Bernice can go to the Mars Cheese Castle. We live in Appleton. We make our way to the Mars Cheese Castle. Then we go to uh, we go up to Camp Randall so we can watch the Badgers. That's what we do. I see. Me and Bernice and Bernadette. Man, the and Bernie Clapperton Jr. The Clappertons really make me miss football season. We were talking about this the other day. I don't know if it's so hot here and like football is like fall, but man, I really, really want football to come back like now. You only have a couple months to wait. I know. Got a couple months. It is so hot here. It is so, and I now listen. People listening in Houston are like, hey. you know, yeah, like, as it's if record-breaking heat in Houston. I would imagine it's got to be close here for this area. We had our record-breaking heat already. Theirs is like their air temperature is like 105. You know what happens when you uh, like, got I believe that Sunday was the hottest it's ever been, or the hottest it's been there in like 20 years. You know what happens when you uh, get that kind of heat uh, in Wisconsin? It melts the cheese. You get nachos. You set a block. What you do is you set a block of cheese that you purchased at the Mars Cheese Castle. Don't know if you know this, Jilly. They let you like take a knife and take a piece of the actual castle home with you. So we put it in a Ziploc bag. We brought it home, and then we sat it out on a porch, and we put it on top of some nachos, and we left the chips out, and with the cheese on top, and the sun just melted it, melted it right on top of the chips. It's a beautiful eighty degree day in Kenosha, Wisconsin, right now. Yeah, but it, it's a little. It's muggy. We you know, you know how it is. We get a little muggy, but. Uh, Ain't bad. Ain't bad at all. You know, we we try to get by with everything. You know, we've been watching the crew. You know, they're in first place. That ain't bad. You know, Aaron Rodgers went kind of crazy with that girl from the movies, but uh, he seems to be getting normal. Let me tell you what I love about this Aaron Rodgers. He's with the crazier chick now. Like, I don't know how you get crazier than Jurgens or uh, Shailene Woodley. Who's he with? This fucking random, like, 
She does all this weird shit. You haven't seen her? Uh, no, we don't. Uh, our cable got cut off. We cut off our cable in the uh, in the in the, in the summer. I don't know why we would cut our cable off in the summer, but we do, you know, because we're traveling so much. We cut the cable, and then we just uh, we watch uh, the crew on a rabbit ears. So I didn't even know. I don't even follow like the internets or anything like that. So I don't even know what Aaron Rodgers up to. I someone told me that he's anti-vax. I said, hey, that's my guy right there. He said, I'm not going to get no vaccines. And I said, hey, you're, you got that. Her name is Blue, B-L-U of Earth. Blue of Earth, huh? Well, I prefer she be green of Earth like the Packers. But maybe she's like blue like the like Bernie Brewer. And she does who, not. Who, by the way, don't know if you knew this, Jilly. I'm named after Bernie Brewer. That's a fact. I bet. You know, this. Uh, when I was uh, conceived, uh, it was uh, 1982. I was conceived. I actually, my parents gave birth to me. Right before the last pitch at a Game 7 of the World Series against the Cardinals, right before Bruce Suter threw the strikeout, there came little Bernie Clapperton. There I was, 1982. There I was. I came right out of there, and they said, well, I mean, at least the crew made it to the World Series and should have won. What should we name this little shit? I, they, and then my dad suggested, well, you know, somebody from the, from the Brew Crew, and she said, do you want to name our kid Robin Yount? And uh, I said, no, no. How about we go with Bernie, like Bernie Clapperton, you know, like Bernie the Brewer. And uh, that's how I got my name. I'm Bernie Clapperton. And uh, look at me. I'm about 40 years old now. My daughter, Bernice, and my wife, Bernadette. And, uh, boy, we got something special. We really do. Go crew. Anyway. But, yeah, Raven Rogers' new girlfriend, like, has to be clarified. She says, I do not identify as a witch. People thought she was, like, a witch. She's one of these wackos that has, like, face paint and praise and, like, to nature and shit. I'm telling you, the man's gay. And there's nothing wrong with that, but this man is a homosexual. Blue, I don't care that he is. Blue of earth. But I think he's a homosexual. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Have any thoughts on the new Texans alternative helmets? Of course, we mentioned that earlier. You got in a little late. But yes, the helmets look good. Jilly believes that should be their full-time helmet. Yes, it should. And certainly more than just one day, one Battle Red Day. Like, who actually gives a shit about Battle Red Day? They usually play, like, I don't know, it's in November, right? Nobody, but here's the thing. Nobody gives a shit about any of their stupid I days. I know. That's Battle Red stupid. Day or the Liberty Whiteout or Deep Steel Sunday. Nobody gives a shit about that's any of that. That's why it's stupid to use these for, like, oh, it's Battle Red Day. We got our sweet-ass helmets for Week 9 Thursday night football against the Eagles. Look out, guys. Yeah, no, no, nobody gives a shit about that. And you're that. wearing these on a Thursday night. Who the fuck cares about Thursday night football largely? Nobody. How about that? Those are always the most boring games. I think they're trying to remedy that this year. like Because they used to be just divisional games, I believe. Yeah, it used to be Texans and Jaguars. Yeah. So at least you get the Texans and Eagles this year. Week 9, be there. I wonder if they, are the Eagles wearing their Kelly Green ones? Does that start next year? Well, I know they changed the font of their logo. They're no, like, they, Did you see that? I don't know if you saw that. I don't know what, if we talked about that. The Eagles have like a new, what you call it, a watermark. Mm. They changed their logo from like what it's been since the mid-90s, that Eagles logo and font, yeah. to a different Eagles font. Because I know they got approval for the Kelly Green, but I don't know if it starts this year or next year. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, Trevor says next year. Well, get ready for it. Kelly Green's coming back, And bitches. the Patriots, they got their old school ones back too. You know that uh, they're all psyched up in Philly because A.J. Brown says the quarterback doesn't suck. Like everybody, like there was some story about how Jalen Hurts sucked. And then A.J. Brown's like, that motherfucker don't suck. Let me tell you, sucks Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, let me also tell you what's going to be. comparisons, like, like well. I'm, I'm telling you what's going to happen, and I can see it. Generally speaking, when I make bold predictions, they come to fruition because I am awesome. 
A.J. Brown in Philadelphia is going to be such a disaster. It's going to maybe start out fast because they'll have like I a big game. Too. It's going to start, start out fast, mm-hmm. and they're going to love him, and they're going to, oh, my God, this is our guy. And then when things start getting tough, the fucking nut bar that is uh, A.J. Brown is going to emerge, and he is a fucking nutty bar. Well, they and it's going to blow up, and it's going to be a thing of beauty watching all these McDougals who are blowing this guy right now turn on him real fucking fast, and they are going to. They open the season in Detroit, so it wouldn't surprise me if A.J. Brown has like 150 yards, couple touchdowns, just goes nuts, right? Yep. First game, they're going to love him. They're going to be all excited. And then by like week two. Yep. Oh, it's going down. It is going to be down. Or it's going to be like a Deshaun Jackson situation where he's going to be really good and he's going to get hurt. Yeah. Josh, when are you going to turn on Michael Thomas? Don't I always turn on Michael Thomas? Yeah, you do make fun like, of Michael Like, I don't like Thomas. Michael Thomas. When oh, have I told you guys that? Like, <laughs> for the last year, I haven't liked Michael Thomas. It like, I hope that they win, and I hope that he's good. It doesn't change the fact that I think Michael Thomas is an asshole. He's a nut. He's a fucking nutty bar. So, like, I know you're trying to catch me in some sort of thing where you're like, oh, you're going to do that shit? No. I've already turned on the guy. I do not like him. I now, for- I hope I he plays he well. Me too. Like, I was listening to some radio show the other day, and they're listing the best receivers in the NFL, and nobody brought up Michael Thomas because people don't remember he fucking plays. Well, it's been basically two years, right? Year and a half? Yeah, because he wasn't good the last year that Drew played because he was hurt. And, and then he missed all, all of last year. year. So the guy's been out of sight, out of mind. I hope he's fucking great, and I hope the Saints win 12 games, 13 games. They're not going to, but I hope they are. Like, speaking of the Saints, I was looking at a um, – um, I was looking at the um, – this list, that's a big thing that's on Twitter today, is this list of top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL and how, uh, basically how somebody, I've got who it Lamar was. Lamar Jackson being left off, we've got people all angry. They're all angry. And you know what? Like, I, like somebody, I saw someone post his numbers against Ryan Tannehill in a playoff game that they lost, that the Ravens lost, and Lamar threw for like 350 and ran for 150, and Tannehill threw for 88 and won the game. Like, you can pull out any sort of cherry pick statistics you'd like to pull out. Like, I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson. But when you look at the top 10 quarterbacks in the league and you say, is he one of them? Probably because we're not in an era where there's a ton of good quarterbacks in the league. Like, being top 10 right now does not necessarily make you an elite quarterback. We're about a decade ago. If you were in the top 10, you were probably pretty freaking good. If you were in the top five or six, you were elite because that was Drew Brees. Roethlisberger, early on Russell uh, Wilson. Uh, if you want to go back a decade, you can go back towards the end of Peyton Manning. And in 2011 and 12, or 12, Manning was a fucking rock star still and was in an elite level. Like, those guys were elite Hall of Fame level guys. How many guys that are in their prime or young dudes right now would you consider to be like elite level quarterbacks? Right. Like, I guess Tom, but he's not old or young. Yeah. But like Tom would be there, and you'd put in you'd uh, put in Aaron Rodgers still. You would put in now again. This is a list from league executives, coaches, scouts, and players. Here's the guys they have listed as the top ten quarterbacks in the league. All right, Dak Prescott's number ten. Deshaun Watson's number nine. He by the time he plays, he'll be three years out of the league. Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, right? How many of those guys are truly elite quarterbacks, and how many of them are there because the rest of the league kind of blows? Well, well Dak would be, and Dak is no doubt someone who's a top 10 quarterback only because the rest of the league after the top 10 kind of sucks. And Deshaun, I mean, really, Deshaun led the Texans to four wins. Correct. I mean, what has he done? Like, he's good. 
but what has he done to really make him elite? Justin Herbert's the same. They've got Justin Herbert listed as the number seven quarterback, and that's fine, but I would not say that Justin Herbert at this moment in his life is an elite-level quarterback. Matt Stafford, everybody used to shit on Matt Stafford. He goes to a loaded team, and they win the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden, Matt Stafford's the sixth-best quarterback in the NFL. And I love Joe, but I don't even know that I'd consider him elite at this point. Well, none of the... Well, that's the thing. Like, most of these guys aren't, like, Hall of Fame elite yet, but they're the best of what's out there. So, Josh Allen should be there, and Mahomes should be there, and Rodgers, Joe Burrow. Like, if you say the top ten guys that you would say are talented dudes, sure, but, like, you start looking around the league. You know what? There's no no respect here for old Davis Mills. No, I bet you if they have the, if they have actually have the top 30 on there listed, he'd probably be, like, number 30-ish. Yeah, well, he's going to shock the world when the Texans win the AFC South and win me $100. But you start looking around the league, though, right? Like, I'm trying to think of who the starting quarterbacks were in the NFL in, say, 2012. Breeze is a Hall of Famer. Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Tom Brady is a Hall of Famer. There's three of them. If they think Matt Stafford is elite, then he was elite when he played in Detroit. So there's Matt Stafford. Big Ben. Uh, Big Ben would have been there. Was Rusty in the league yet or no? I think he was a little bit later. Wilson, I think. But, like, you could go down the list of dudes who were elite quarterbacks. Even Phillip is a guy that they considered, you know, borderline Hall of Famer. Peyton Manning's another guy. Like, like people get caught up in saying, oh, my God, this guy's a top 10 quarterback. Yeah, but what if everybody else just fucking sucks? Well, we went through this last season. Like, we were trying to name, you know, the AFC's stacked. And then you look at the NFC, and you're like, well, there's Tom and there's Aaron Rodgers. Well, if you look at this list. And then for a moment, Tom was gone. Well, but then again, in the NFC, you also had Russell Wilson, who's now in the AFC. Matt Stafford is still in the NFC. But around the NFC, you've got, in this list, you've got Dak, Matt Stafford, and Tom and Aaron Rodgers. So four of the six are from the NFC, but two of those dudes, three of those dudes, really, and Dak's older, but not like, you know, pushing daisies. Three are above 30. And Tom is 44, and Aaron Rodgers is 38. So, like, these are older dudes. There is nobody over in the NFC that you look at that's a young dude, and you go, yep, that guy's the future of the NFC. Who's the future NFC star? It ain't Kyler Murray. It's not Jalen Hurts. It ain't ain't Jameis Winston. Oh, Jameis, I do love him. Who was it that's now the quarterback? Oh, it's not Baker Mayfield in Carolina. <laughs> so, like, just being a top 10 quarterback doesn't mean that you're great. It just means that there's 30-some-odd quarterbacks in the league, and you just so happen to you be— You suck a little less. You, like, you're in the top third of that, and then once you get to the bottom, you're talking about some shit stains. Davis Mills and Jameis Winston and Baker Mayfield and Ryan Tannehill. I'm not here for the Davis Mills slander. Okay? You know what? I'm on his side. I hope he's good. I hope Davis Mills kicks ass. I hope he goes out and dominates. I hope he's a fucking monster, and I hope the Texans are good. He I want them to be good. Last I year. want him to be good for old Lovey. I'm rooting for Lovey. I am. But or sorry, Daniel Jones, we left out. Thank you, the real toaster head. Zach Wilson. Dude, that Zach Wilson story is fun, too. Zach Wilson allegedly fucking his mom's best friend. Well, now they claim that didn't happen. You know what? I I, they can claim all they want. That shit happened. I choose to believe I it. I choose to believe it happened, and I choose to believe it was beautiful boning. That's what I choose to believe. Good for him. That dude's legendary if that's the case. It's funny also how we view men differently than we view women. If that were like, you know, somebody, you know, 
like a dad fucking somebody, you'd be like, that's weird, bro. Like, like, you know, a 30 some odd or 40 year old dad banging some 20 year old chick. People go, Oh, that's creepy and weird, but it's day. You know, it's a, a young dude banging a hot cougar lady, apparently, or maybe. And we're like, yep, that dude's a legend. And he is. That's cool as shit. Good for him. Like that's essentially the dream. Like, isn't it? Like if you have a, if your mom has a hot friend yeah. now, his mom's hot. We all know his mom's hot. And if you didn't know his mom's hot, just go follow Lenny on Twitter. He'll and Twitter you. will break it down for you. Uh, but if she's hot, more than likely she's got hot friends. And if that's the case, and this dude banged a hot friend, power move. Good question from Juke 1990. Was it boning or soaking? Very good. Because mm. are they more? Oh, he went to BYU. Yeah. Very good question. Like, what if they did that? He just put it in there and didn't move. It just sat in there soaking. No thrusting whatsoever. Bang. Here for that life. JC claims that he had sex with his mom's best friend and it wasn't great. You know what? I don't believe you on both fronts. I don't believe you had sex with your mom's best friend. And if you did, I don't believe that it wasn't great. Just the idea of it was probably great, unless she was a heifer or something. Mormonism is a cult, says Go-Go Gadget Wang. Fun fact, all religions are cults, Go-Go Gadget Wang. So I'm not just going to throw the Mormons in there. Uh, let's see. Soaking with with jump assist. They soak and have someone else on the bed for friction. Oh, I know what the I know what it is. Mm-hmm. I've I've read the stories. Ah, boy. Well, see, JC says she was big. Now again, I don't know how much I believe this story. People well, like JC is the one that told me that eggs were bad to eat after you drink. So I don't know that I can trust him for anything because eggs are my favorite drunken food, and they sure did not leave me with a hangover on Monday. Well, you also tell me. Um, that that it's gross to eat ice cream while consuming alcohol, and I beg to differ, Jilly. Because ice like a cream lot of is people delicious. Get drunk and eat breakfast food. Well, most know. people are. If you go out and you get hammered, yeah. you go to what? Where do you go usually when you get hammered? Like a, a twenty-four hour diner. Yeah. What do they usually have? Breakfast food, pancakes, eggs, bacon. Yeah, my drunken foods are usually like back when I used to you know go out and do things. It was always breakfast food or tacos. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Yeah, now, are they regular tacos or or that delicious treat that is unique to San Antonio, oh, right. the breakfast taco? Unique, just like, boy, imagine yeah. if Trump would have said that line. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm really, though, the better was the Bogotas, the yeah. bodegas. Like, well, you know, you guys have the bodegas. Like, truly, the Bidens are an embarrassment to society. They're just dumb people. They're stupid. Like, they're, they're brain-dead idiot people. I was actually texting with somebody today. Somebody sent me a random text, a friend of mine, and said... Uh, was it Vince Neal? It was, dude, if it was Vince Neal, that would be fun. But it was not Vince Neal. But a friend of mine sent me a text and said, uh, Mike Francesa voted for Biden. I said, thanks for this information. This is very random info, but thanks. And uh, we got into a discussion about how um, you need to just get rid of political parties. I think it's all broken, obviously. It's broken just like Melissa and Alexandria. It is broken. And what you need to do is get rid of all these political parties because it's all been tainted, you know? Like OJ. OJ needs to change his name or maybe do like a face-off type of thing and have a whole new face. Because as long as people know he's OJ, he's always going to be OJ. The Republicans are always going to be the Republicans and the Democrats are always going to be the Democrats. So here's an idea. Just eliminate Democrat and Republican. And just let people run for office that way. Again, I'm oversimplifying it. I am aware I am oversimplifying this. But why not that? Why not just say get rid of this shit? And Because everything's going to be tainted. 
People are going to be so fucking tainted. Like, there might be a Republican with great ideas, but you know what? As long as these wacky liberals know that he's a Republican, they're going to say, fuck you, just because he's a Republican. Same thing the other way. So just get rid of the political parties and enroll with it that way. There's an idea. I'm sorry that I'm so smart. Now, other stuff. We were uh, having lunch today. We were lunching it up at uh, this uh, Cajun restaurant called The Lost Cajun. I think there's a couple of those in the Houston area. And it was Tuesday, so that means it was all-you-can-eat jambalaya, gumbo, Red beans. Bisque. Lobster bisque. And you can just, you know, and you can just take them all and you can like, you can try them all if you want. So it's a nice Tuesday, you know, and we're sitting there and this guy is a loud talker and he's having a conversation with some old lady at a table with him. I don't know who the old lady is, but she's sitting there with him and he's explaining how he learned that he had six brothers and sisters, six siblings. Yep. Based on doing like a 23andMe DNA thing, like that documentary that we watched on, uh, Our on Netflix. Father. Yep. Where the guy, uh, the dude that's the, the, that artificially inseminates women, was using his own uh, specimen to impregnate these women. And as of right now, the dude's got like 100 kids or something, or 95 or something like that. And you go, you know, we should do this on the show for you. And I go, no, we shouldn't. Well, I think, I, I do think it ruins lives because if, I mean, I wouldn't want to know if I had a sibling. Like, family is nothing but drama. Like, I don't need to know that I've got, like, four other siblings running around. Like, I don't want to meet them. I don't want to disrupt these people's lives. No. And, like, this guy was like, yeah, you know, one of the brothers, the oldest one's in Alabama. I'm down here. I got another one in Rochester, another sister in uh She's in Millville, New Jersey. No, the dad lives in Millville. Is the dad Mike Trout? The dad is 80, and oh. he's trying to get all the siblings together to surprise dad for his 80th. Like, you're going to kill that man. No, like, why? Now, does, uh, now I wonder if dad knows they exist. I don't know. I, like, I wouldn't want to know that shit. Everybody's happier not knowing that. Like, I don't know what it's like to not know who my dad no. is. And you're like, but if I don't know who my dad is, I'm just going to leave well enough alone and say, you know what? This is how it's meant to be. And I've seen people like people eat this shit up on social media. Like, guys, found out I have a long lost sibling. Going to go meet him. Guys, I have a fucking like long. Like, it's so stupid. Not like, interested. If I don't want to know. I yeah, don't need other people in my life. I am not here for that. Um, you don't want any part of it. Um, it, it, like, and I'm listening to this guy just continue to tell his stories. And he's so excited about it. And like, like, why do you want to meet these people? Just don't do it. But I know if we were to do that on the show, because you were like, hey, you should do that on here. It'd be funny. Fuck f- the fuck it would. Well, because what's going to happen is, is dad, that thing's we... just going to be like a, uh, like, it's going to be like a telethon. It's just going to mm-hmm. keep changing the number over and over. Like, well, oh, wait, there's two, there's eight, there's 14. Like, there's no doubt my dad's got kids somewhere out there that I don't know and he doesn't know. <laughs> and it's not going to be my goddamn responsibility to find out that I got 14 brothers and sisters out there and have to go to my dad and be like, hey, dad, can you explain this? Ain't my fucking job. If those like, people want to find like, out, they can find out. I'm not going to be the one to fucking do like it. Like, if I got an email and they're like, hey, uh, I just did a test and it turns out, like, we're related. I'd be like, all right, go fuck yourself. Like, whatever, bro. I'm going to choose to not believe this and I'm going to go about my life. I don't want to know you. Yeah. I have no desire to be your friend. None. I'm going to live my life. Why would you want to ruin our lives? Like, I was watching that documentary and to a degree, I thought those people that kept calling others were kind of assholes. <laughs> 
Like, I'm like, they're, they're like, I get that some of you are miserable, but some of the other people in that documentary seemed kind of okay. Had a nice life. They thought this was mom and this was dad. But the, the bitch that kept calling them was like, well, you're going to be number 75. I'm your sister. And here's your 74 brothers and sisters. Like, no, just let them be. It's almost like this woman's so pissed off and miserable that it happened to her. So she's like, oh, you other motherfuckers are going to be miserable and your but life's going to be said, wrecked too. We're going to wreck shit and leave. If these people really didn't want to be alerted to this, then why take the 23andMe test? Why publish your stuff? Why put it out there for people to find you? That's true. I don't want to know, so I'm not going to take it. But I think it would be funny on your end. Don't want to do it. I, like, I would legitimately be nervous about that. Like, I would, n I would not do it. There's, like, because I don't want to know. And there's something inside of me that tells me that there would be other shit. What if we just played a prank on your dad, though, and pretended we did it? Um, now, that'd be fun. Like, what if you, like, literally were like, Dad, have you heard of this, like, 23 in me? Do you think he's heard of it? No. Although he might have watched the documentary. He might have. He had a whole bunch of time to kill when his wife was out of town. So but I'm from the sounds like, of it, it just sounds like he was uh, spending his time at Mr. Gaddy's eating pizza for the most part when his wife was out of but town. But could you keep up that facade? Like, if you just called him one day and were like, hey. Um, what we could really do is fuck with him and get somebody to play one of the people. Like, Dad, on the phone, this person claims to be your daughter. She did a 23 in me. And, like, the girl starts doing Scooby voices and shit and just nails them. That'd be great. She's like, Rrr! And, like, I think I'm your daughter. Oh, yeah, really? Ha ha. Why is that? Rrr! Like, oh, shit. You might be. So we've got to find a chick who can do the Scooby voice. I'd, I'd just like, I don't want to, I don't want to know this life. Like, so I'd rather prank him with it yeah. than actually know it. Because I don't want to have to be the one that picks up the phone and calls my dad and says, Dad, guess what? You thought that you only had a couple of kids. Well, fun fact, there's 13 of them. Ish. There are 13 people. Jim can do it. Yeah, maybe he'd have a son. Jim would be able to stay in character and nail it. Jim's brilliant. So I think Jim would nail that. Like, yeah. it, So I, th well, I think, well, I took a test and it says you're my dad. And like, hey, where, where were you born? Well, I was born in Billings, Montana. Oh, fuck. When were you born in Billings, Montana? Sometime around, I was born on, you know, September 14th, 1994. And see, that's what would make it better, because you could actually, you know, have, like, the dates and stuff. Oh, and the random towns. Like, that'd be really fun. But that almost seems too damn cruel. <laughs> like, like might give the poor bastard a heart attack. Or it might lead no, him to say more. he might be really excited about it, because that's something he can post on social media. It's like, well, wait a minute, guys. I just found out I have a kid. Somebody earlier brought up the fact that this is the kind of shit you used to see on Unsolved Mysteries. There'd be, like, one or two stories on Unsolved Mysteries where long-lost relatives found each other. Or, like, somebody was put up for adoption, and she wanted to find her actual parents. And that, you, that would usually be an update on Unsolved Mysteries. So maybe that would be it. You know, it would be similar to that. Allie could be the daughter. I don't think Allie could keep a straight face Allie would laugh immediately. Jim is perfect. He's a perfect human in every way. He's the perfect specimen. He could do it because he would never break character. He's a fucking god. Nobody else would be able to do it. Would Cindy freak out if you did this? I don't know. Maybe. No, maybe. I don't, I don't think she would because she wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I don't think she'd be she'd shocked. She'd say, hell, I already knew that. <laughs> like She probably already knows that there's something. Uh, but yeah, I think that, uh, or yeah, CMW Soulgrove brings this up. Don't do it because Scott is going to start crying and say, I always wondered about her. Like he would be like, Oh, I knew, I, I knew she was there. Like he'll play along with it. Yeah. He's like, and they'll start like talking to Jesus. 
Mm-hmm. It'd be like, I told God put another kid in my life. Dad, but dad, there's, we just found out there's 17 more. God put these 17 kids in my life for a reason. Like I knew that Jesus would reunite us one day. As they're talking, dad would be typing on Facebook. He'd be like, oh boy, I just found out something. And it'd be like 17 paragraphs long. <laughs> and it would be about his newfound daughter. Or in this case, Jim. That the Lord reunited him with. Because he would act like he knew that this kid existed the whole time. You know that, right? Uh, yo, yeah. He'd just play like, oh, I, I knew about that one. I knew. I, I, we were going to go public with it soon. Yeah. Soon. Uh, but um, Just like that time when uh, Craig Gass called his Gene Simmons and he acted like he didn't believe it. Yeah, he when did. I talked to him, he goes, I knew it. I knew it was him. I just played along. Bullshit. You bet your ass that's not how it went. And you knew it, you son of a <laughs> bitch, you. But uh, so that's something we'll plan. But I but just to the, the reality of it, I have no desire to know at all if I have any brothers and sisters out there. You know, what? Was, uh, another fun story that happened yesterday that we didn't talk about yet is uh, ball sack sports. Oh, yeah. Good job by them fucking with all the mainstream media folks. Uh, and they posted a fake quote from John Morant. Yes. And the media just went with it. it and they're debating ESPN. it on ESPN. On and the... it turns out it was completely fake. Because people are fucking morons and they're lazy. And that's not And they the look for drama time. on social media. And then they find it and then they realize it's fake drama. That is not the first time that ESPN has fallen for a ball sack sports drama. God, it's fake. Like, they need to start firing people. Like, <laughs> like, you guys are fucking stupid. And you need to start, like, being punished for your stupidity. There was some uh, some tweet that was really funny. It was like, you realize that ESPN employs about 8,000 people, you know, internationally. And ball sack sports is one person. God, that's so good. And this one person just continuously Like, you could ways. argue that some of the most powerful people on social media right now, ball sack sports and that one gal that runs libs of TikTok. Yep. And the one who does Defiant L's. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Uh, Defiant L's is actually my favorite follow on social media, and I know that everybody follows it. But Defiant L's is so good. It's just finding old tweets from people and pointing out their hypocrisy. Like, a lot of times it'll be someone who's like, government's not going to tell me, you know, or like the government should force people to get vaccinated during the Rona, and then the next thing it'll be, you know, like, uh, a woman should have a say over her body, not the government. Like that type of shit. Defiant L's is probably my favorite. Libs of TikTok is fun, but it's not as fun as Defiant L's. Because Defiant L's is such a subtle thing. It's just, hey, here's a tweet from someone back in 2018. Here's a tweet from somebody in 2022. And it's a completely opposite viewpoint. And it's great. I love it. And that's what I'm here for. But Ballsack Sports basically made up a quote. Now, the, the quote about Michael Jordan from John Morant was real, where he said he could take him. I think that was real. Well, that real. was, the, 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 in context, he was saying that, like, you always have to have confidence in yourself. Like, whoever I'm saying I'm challenging one-on-one, I'm going to say I'm going to cook him. Correct, but then they all ran with it as that, that John Morant wants to beat, my, thinks he can beat Michael Jordan. Right. Or, and like, the, challenged him to a fucking one-on-one. Well, and then the quote that Ballsack Sports put out was, if you put MJ in today's game, he's just another superstar. We got me, Steph, Luca, Dame, Trey, and then guys like Braun, KD, Giannis, Kawhi, it's not just one superstar and a bunch of, you know, average dudes, you feel? So it was like, John Morant calls MJ just another guy. Well, that's obviously not what he said. Nope. But it was on all day on his Yes, it was. And uh, and then there was the other quote, which was, I forgot exactly what the quote was that they ran with. Was that part of the one they ran with? That was the quote they ran with, but I just read you. But that was a real quote. No, it wasn't. Okay, I thought you said it was. No, the part he said was, I wish I could have played in his generation. I would have cooked him. Nobody got more confidence than 12. I'm never going to say nobody going to beat me one-on-one. Okay, which, fine. 
that wasn't really like, I'm better than Michael Jordan. It's like, I'm always going to say I'm better than somebody. But then the one quote was fake, so they yes. ran with it on Ballsack Sports. MJ in today's game being just another superstar. How is it possible that this happens? Part of it is because everybody's cheap, and they don't hire good people. They just hire people that are cheap and, and, and dopes, so they run with the first thing they see on social media, and that's one of them. Defiant L's doesn't lean one way or another, which is fresh, says H-Town Dude. That's not true, though. I very rarely see Defiant L's, unless I just miss it. I don't believe Defiant L's post stories or the tweets from a right-wing person being hypocritical. I don't think that's the case. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't think they... I think it's mostly posting the viewpoints of, of liberal politicians and celebrities and stuff. Uh, I don't think they offer an opinion either. Um, for the most part, it's just those screenshots of those graphics they create. Outside of that, I don't believe that there's anything else involved in it, so... But it's brilliant, and I appreciate the brilliance of it, uh, which is uh, pretty outstanding. Although, also, if you want to hear something outstanding, listen to the, one of the more recent PK and DK um, <laughs> podcasts. PK is a fucking savage. He is. I fucking love this guy. If you guys don't follow the PK and DK podcast or subscribe to it, I think you guys should. Uh, I think they do a good job. It's a, hoot. it's a good little morning radio show there. But So Denise's grandpa died, mm-hmm. right? And their dog is also old. Like, Kiki's like 15. So Kiki might kick it at some point soon, too. And Denise is just obsessed with this dog. Um, And it's great because PK is talking to her on there. And they were like, yeah, well, we had to fly back from Portland. And Denise had to fly to Dallas to be with her family because her grandpa's, you know, died. I had to go back to Houston to pick up this dog. And I'm like, Kiki, don't you fucking die on me right now. Not this week. (laughs) And she's like, oh, God, PK. And I'm just laughing my fucking ass off. Like, it's so good. I love PK. So if you guys should... um, you guys should uh, make sure to follow them. They're sending us some stickers. We're going to do some sticking for them. Oh, we're going to? Great. And I think that, uh, I don't know if uh, Harold's in our chat right now, but Harold is, uh, he was working on a damn QR code for us. Well, He's going to make a QR code, make some stickers, then we're going to start doing some sticking too, because I'm not above stealing the bit of a friend. And they've gotten they've gotten a lot of uh, clicks off that thing. They too. said uh, in the month of, I think, June, they got like 700 clicks or, or QR code scans. Just from those stickers, which is pretty fucking phenomenal. And that's what we're going to need to start doing more of as we start pounding the pavement there a little bit and trying to build this thing up again. Branching out. Yep, and uh, September's going to be good. I uh, can't wait for it and get everybody involved and it'll be fun and life will be good and we're looking forward to it. Can I tell you someone who should kiss my balls, by the way, and should kiss the collective balls of of, of St. Louis people and Cardinals people or just baseball people in general? I don't remember his name. But there was some jamoke. <laughs> All that, this big lead up. And uh, let me find his fucking name. Because there's some balls he should <clears throat> be kissing. This is the worst fucking opinion. So there's a guy, and he tweets, okay, his name is Ryan Spader, which sounds like a fucking fake name, but he's got a, he's got a real profile. His name is Ryan M. Spader. He is an MLB analyst, author, host, and statistician. He's a writer, Penn State alum. So he's a fucking McYenzer, probably. And he's a veteran, so hey, thanks for your service. But, simplify to you, friend. But Albert, his, his text or his tweet, Albert Pujols is a legend, but he doesn't deserve to be an all-star, uh, all-star, nor does he belong in the home run derby. Your opinion, 
can pound sand. You were so excited when you found out Albert was going to be. Because why not? Derby. Albert's got damn near 700 career home runs. He's got like five this year. He doesn't, but that's five in limited at bats. He's had a couple caught at the wall. Big fucking deal. I guarantee you in a batting practice setting, which home run derby is, Albert will hit some fucking 500 foot fucking bombs. And you're excited for I it. I am. Why not? He's a legend. Why does it matter? It's the home run derby. Most of the time people sit around talking about how shitty the home run derby is. And you've got a guy with damn near 700 career home runs. You're going to bitch that he's in the home run derby fuck you it's his last year playing baseball he's an all-time great he's arguably the best hitter of the last 20 plus years in baseball so what if they put him in the fucking all-star game they're doing it for miguel cabrera he's a fat singles hitter now but he's in the all-star game too so who gives a fuck what a dope everybody's trying to find ways to make the all-star game more interesting oh yeah let's put in some slap dick all-star that no one's ever heard of or you can have fucking albert pujols hitting home runs in the home run derby give me that that's what I'm here for. And maybe he'll suck. I don't think he will. It's batting practice. Everything I've heard from people that, you know, I've talked to some buddies of mine. They're like, dude, in batting, or I've, and I've listened to some of the games. Uh, and the guys are like, dude, in batting practice, Albert, he's just hitting fucking bombs. Just fucking bombs. Will you be putting, and that's all um, it is, is hitting bombs in batting practice for the home run derby. So go for it. Will you be putting money on Albert for the home run derby? Yes. Although I'm planning on taking a, a gambling break until football starts. Oh, okay. I'm just trying I've to heard reach. Before. No, but I am, though. I am. It's I like I I don't like I just want to take a break, enjoy the rest of the summer. Okay. Get back in the gym. Try to lose a couple pounds because I'm a fat fucking slob. I feel miserable. Fill, uh, had your fill of MLS betting. I have. I have. I've just had enough. I've I don't want to do it for a while. Okay. I want to recharge my batteries. I know that you'll bet on like baseball and shit. I'll follow whatever you bet. That's fine. I'll I'll hang with you. But I'm just gonna take a break from it. I'm gonna step back, right? Because what is today? The twelfth. 13th, whatever it is, of July. 12th. Football starts basically in two months, right? Or college starts in like seven weeks. Yep. Six weeks, whatever it is. LSU plays Florida State the opening weekend. That's like September, September 4th. 4th. Okay. Like, I'm just taking a step back. I don't okay. feel like doing it. I feel like going back to the gym and losing some weight. I feel miserable. Look at these juicy fucking titties. Well, you've been I'm so fat. Three but, but there's weeks, been reasons why I haven't. Why this week? Well, this week I've had like just like these sinuses or whatever. Oh, okay. And it's and, always something. Well, no, what happened yet? There was a reason yesterday. What was the you reason? You didn't feel like it. Is literally what you told me. I mean, me. it's a good enough reason. <laughs> uh, but like, I'm gonna get back in there. I just want to just free my mind here. I got to focus on the pod. See if we can find some sponsors. Re up some people. We're gonna be you know dissolving our business and going back in a different direction with it because I'm, I'm not gonna get bent over and get fucked by the state of Tennessee with their stupid fucking taxes. Yeah, really, that takes a lot longer than I thought initially. The way Texas does it, which is yep. where we initially Texas started fucking this. rules. Tennessee blows with this shit. Mm. So. I'm not here for that. Well, so we're going to dissolve our fucking stuff, business. So I got to start that. And I'm going to find some other, you know, we're probably going to do it via like PayPal and our business now. So I'm done. So I got to start thinking of these ways. I got to start planning for this shit down the line because uh, September's coming up before you know it. So I'm going to take a break from this shit and you can hold me to it. Just hold, that's fine. Hold me accountable for it. I don't want to do it. So starting whenever, today, well, It's tomorrow. hard to hold you accountable for it before because there's been times before where you've said, I'm not betting anymore. And then you're like on your phone. And then I, I know what you're doing, yeah. but then you lie. All right, well, the, 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 and I'm this, not going to be like, Josh, let me see your phone. You're like my gambling sponsor right now. But I know like you snuck it in there before. I will, times. but I don't want it. The thing is, though, like I don't want to do it. I just, I, I'm just i weird. I need someone to hold me accountable for shit. I am not a self-accountable person when it comes to this kind of shit. So you just say, don't do it. I'll say, fine. I, I want to make you proud. But I, I've said that before where you're like, what are you doing on your phone? I'm texting Martin. Yeah. 
Like, That's no, you're true. not. You're very clearly on fucking drugs. And I certainly don't like doing it during the day. I'm certainly tired of doing that. And I really don't want to do it at night. So I'm going to take like, you know, six, seven weeks off, kind of recharge my batteries and get ready for the football season. Then what I'm planning on doing, my plan that I just came up with 10 seconds ago, was to like start the football season and put in $100. That's it. And that's it. I'm going to see. We're going to keep tabs. The key, here's where I get myself in trouble. I just bet constantly. If I just bet on shit I like, I tend to do well. The first time I ever started sports betting, 2012, I think is when it was, or 11. I forgot which year. LSU was playing Mississippi State. It was a Thursday night game. LSU was a six-point favorite, I believe, or four, something like that. And I bet on LSU to cover. I put in 100 bucks. I want to have 190. I shit you not. That hundred bucks eventually became like thirty five hundred, and then for the first time ever, I blew all that too, which I have a history of doing. But if I just focus on shit and just pick games I like, and not like, well, this is the game that's happening. Bet, 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 bet. Well, or if oh, there's, there's some fucking Russian uh, soccer, but no, I just, you know, what I'm saying. At least if it's a game you're watching, throw like two bucks on. That's what I did. I've only put a hundred in my account, and I'm back up to like five eighty. You rule. No one's disputed that. But like, I am mediocre. Like, you can still play, like you know. If we're I, but I don't. Want, but again, I don't want to. A random Thursday night football game. Yeah, that's something. what I'm saying. That's fine. But I don't want to do it for like the next seven no, weeks. I just want to take some right time now. off. I was just saying, like you know, there's ways to you know do it without being like obsessed with it. And it's also, I think it'll coincide with I think DraftKings coming back too as a sponsor. Like they kind of recycle on the radio, and that I think starts up again in either August or September. So I'm just trying to you know just take some time off from it, go to the gym. Live my life. That's all. That's what I'm working on here. And then in football season, maybe that's a bit we do. We keep tabs on each other's bets there, and we see how each one of us is doing. Then we talk with Dad, do Scott's. Like, I think we're going to have to do Scott's picks from his ass on the pod because it doesn't work on the radio. Like, I could do, like, one pick with him, and then I have to play fucking Jay Giles' band. Like, I love all these PDs. They're like, why don't you do some bits? I don't know, Chief, because I get to talk for two fucking minutes. What bit can you do in two fucking minutes? Like the bit, like the reason Scott's picks from his ass works is because it's like 11, 12 minutes of my dad being a fucking moron. It's a funny bit. Two minutes of my dad is just like, well, here's dad's pick. All right, bye. Dad spends two minutes blowing himself before he even starts making you have, picks. You have to do two minutes here and then another 30 seconds here and another minute here. And then before you know that you've broken it up to an hour and it's just like too long. Yes. I try to explain that to these guys. Well, what, uh, this would be a great bit. Yeah, it would. If you let me fucking talk for a long time. So I, I don't know what to tell people on that stuff. Now I'm being ornery and I what shouldn't do What do you think's worse? This, this January 6th nonstop trials or the uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trials? Because I think they're close. January 6th. Is, but is the Heard thing over? It is, but I mean just like comparing the two. Because that thing January 6th, nobody, like, nobody gives a fuck. It like nobody cares. Like, like and get on with it. this is going on forever. Yeah, just get the fuck on with it. Nobody cares. We get it. It's a Trump witch hunt thing. Fine. I don't give a flying rat's ass. I do not care. Figure something else out. Do something else. But the, I'm with the January 6th stuff sucks. The herd thing was interesting for like two minutes. And then it was like, why is this shit taking so goddamn long? It took forever. Yes. So on that note, boy, this room is dry. Boy, my, uh, my throat's a my, mess. Yeah, my mouth is not. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna, tomorrow on Amazon Prime Day. I'm gonna order 17 humidifiers. Well, why don't order them today if they're on special? If you've been checking the lightning deals, they I've pop been up. looking, but I mean, like, there's today, tomorrow, whenever. I'm just saying, I gotta I gotta look. You don't want to miss it. That's true. But we also have another humidifier in the other room that we I have might like two other ones that you never 
plug in. All right, well, maybe I'll start. I mean, this towel's sitting right here waiting for it. Oh, that's a good point. All right, on that note, then we're going to get out of here. We have to tell them about Aqueduct Plumbing. Oh, yes, Aqueduct Plumbing Company. I want to go dunk my head in the toilet right now. It's wet in there. Uh, But that's our friends over at Aqueduct Plumbing Company. That is Billy and his sister, Mary. Uh, They're in the Houston area. 281-488-6238. or aqueductplumbingcompany.com, of course. And they do everything, repipes, leak detection, camera inspection, plumbing fixtures, water heaters, tankless water heaters, water filters, drain cleaning. Uh, they'll do it all for you, and they are great. And for a repiping quote, I mean repiping something people need, uh, go uh, to their website and click the free quote link there. But it's our friends over at Aqueduct Plumbing Company, 281-488-6238, aqueductplumbingcompany.com. See, look at that. There's an air purifier. Normally eighty nine ninety nine, a lightning deal right now for sixty two ninety nine, tabletop one for in here. Boy, there's also you know twenty three and me on sale. <laughs> I don't want a twenty three and me. <laughs> One ninety nine normally, currently ninety eight ninety nine on this lightning deal. How about that? It's funny that that just pops up. Well, anyway, humidify like they know, man. They fucking know. Well, now we know. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow.